When the very first United States President, George Washington, and the third United States President, Thomas Jefferson, both grew hemp, they were not using cannabis for its psychoactive compounds. Instead, colonial America needed rope, clothing, and sails for ships. And by 1890, cannabis was a lucrative cash crop. It wasn't until the turn of the 20th century that politicians brought all-out prohibition. Hello, and welcome to the Divided States of Cannabis, where we cover the rocky history of cannabis in the United States. Subscribe for free on any of your podcast platforms for the Divided States of Cannabis future episodes, where we'll discuss things like reefer madness, the first medical stamp of approval, medical laws per state, recreational laws per state, maturing market in 2018, social justice, and everything cannabis. I'm your host, Kelly Lee, and in this episode, we'll explore when cannabis entered the United States and what it was used for. We should start this episode with explaining common misconceptions about hemp, marijuana, and cannabis, and sometimes the not-so-clear differentiations between them. Cannabis is the name of a family of plants, which that family of plants would be classified as either indica or sativa. Hemp and marijuana are both species of cannabis and both members of the sativa family. Because hemp and marijuana both come from the cannabis sativa family, they share qualities, but they're distinct in very crucial ways. They have a lot of physical differences. Marijuana may have more broad leaves, dense buds, and be shorter in appearance. Hemp usually grows smaller and skinnier, concentrated toward the top. Compared side by side, you can identify them as different. This is where we find the distinction between THC and CBD. We will go more in depth on both of those in future episodes. In short, cannabis contains a variety of different compounds called cannabinoids, and two of those cannabinoids are THC and CBD. So THC is what induces the psychoactive effects or what gets you high. This is what people are referring to as smoking weed or marijuana. They're ingesting THC for the psychoactive effects. While CBD doesn't contain psychoactive properties, it's mainly used for sleep, nausea, joint pain, headaches, and a variety of medicinal purposes. Now that's not to say that THC cannot also be used or used in conjunction with CBD for medicinal purposes. That's a topic for a whole nother conversation about your endocannabinoid system. Subscribe for future episodes on this. Now that we've established some distinctions, let's try to discover when cannabis first appeared in the States and what it was used for. It is 1492 and millions of people live in this area, some five times the size of Europe. Their belief systems differ widely, and they speak hundreds of distinct languages. Soon we will be a unified region called America. To colonial America, clothing would be made from hemp, and hemp could be grown in America. Even ropes and sail canvas made of hemp were needed for commercial and defense ships. But as America gained independence, it lost access to imports. It is 1492 and we've brought hemp to the New World. The king has demands for hemp to be grown, to build ropes, sails and ships, for the Royal Navy. 
In the early 16th century, Spain was promoting hemp production in its colonies throughout South America. Hemp was being grown near Santiago, Chile, for the army, and surplus of hemp was shipped north to Peru. The Spanish Empire would expand across the Caribbean islands, half of South America, most of Central America, and much of North America, including present-day Mexico, Florida, and the southwestern and Pacific coastal regions of the United States. Hemp was among the first plants humans ever cultivated. We can trace the use of hemp back at least 10,000 years. A huge number of products were made from hemp. Anything from clothes, drapes, curtains, canvas, rope, sails for ships, all kinds of building materials, the list continues to grow. In 1616, the Jamestown, Virginia colony, first permanent English settlement in the Americas, grew hemp for rope, sails, and clothing. In 1632, the Virginia Assembly ordered, Every planter as sooner as he may provide seed of flax and hemp and so the same. Cannabis has a very long and complicated history all over the world, but hemp was well documented as being used for a variety of purposes to colonial America, dating back to 1492. But intriguingly, not for the same reasons it's well known today. It is 1690 and America has enacted our first cannabis law. All farmers must grow hemp. Hemp is to become legal tender. They say I can pay my taxes in hemp. Our men's vessels require lines and sailcloth capable of withstanding all that open water can muster. Yet, we have not been receiving hemp imports as the new world expands. It is too expensive. And we have learned how to grow hemp ourselves. It may have been the new world to Europeans, but Europeans were not the only ones using hemp in the original colonies. Native Americans have historically used hemp for a variety of purposes, including natural medicines and remedies. To the publishers of the Boston Evening Post, 5th of September, 1763. Humphrey Plowjogger. It is a pleasant thing to see one's works in print. When I see the news, with my letter int about hemp, I do say it made me feel as glad as a glass full of West India rum, sweetened with loaf sugar would. Now just so our great folks do seem to love to see newspaper fighting among us, dearly. And Mr. You by fighting a little this way, might hope to make folks take more notice about our fine plant hemp. Let us pick out some right down clever man, no matter what side he is of, and tell a parcel of rusing lies about him, and our writings will be got by heart, and by this means we may slide into men's minds some knowledge about hemp. I've rambled about so long that I've no room hardly to say anything about hemp, and I'm resolved I won't never write a piece without some stroke or other about hemp. Mr. Yu has convinced me more than ever of the worth, and I'm resolved to sow an acre or two out next May, and if I make it do pretty well I'll send you an account, for I do desire to read and write and study and work about hemp, till I get it into fashion. Our deputy tells me that a rope maker told him, the best hemp he uses all the year round, grows in this country. 
Seems to me if great men don't leave off writing politics, breaking heads, boxing ears, wringing noses and kicking breeches, we shall by and by want a world of hemp more for our own consumption. In 1763, new laws in America make growing hemp compulsory for all farmers. And in 1776, the Declaration of Independence is drafted on hemp paper. The Declaration of Independence of the 13 Colonies in Congress July 4, 1776. The Unanimous Declaration of the Thirteen United States of America. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thanks for joining us for episode one of The Divided States of Cannabis. Be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts for future episodes and find us on social media and YouTube. Stay tuned for next episode, which will take us up to year 1920 in The Divided States of Cannabis. In episode two, we'll explore the value of hemp as a cash crop, laws mandating farmers grow hemp, discover the nation's leading producers of hemp, and how the first U.S. presidents grew hemp. With so many yoga pants to choose from, it's hard to find the perfect ones. Have you ever noticed how most yoga pants these days are lacking in color? We needed more colorful legs in our lives, so we decided to make our own. At Eightfold Yoga, each fabulous print is digitally designed by a small team in Seattle and handcrafted in the U.S. and EU with affordable worldwide shipping. As sustainability is a top priority, we care for the planet in more ways than just being certified vegan. For every item sold, we plant one tree. For every order placed, we donate $1 to LGBTQ youth. Shop 8-Fold Yoga Apparel by visiting us on the web at www.8fold.yoga. That's www.eighthfold.yoga. Join us and practice at your own pace.